Welcome back to the second episode of Ravens Recap this week. You know, it's just second week in a row we're trying this new format. We liked it. If you like it, leave us feedback. Now we're going to be talking about how the Ravens hopefully bounce back. We were hoping last weekend would be a bounce back. But this week, you know, usually there's a lot more hype around Ravens going up to Pittsburgh. But, you know, we're watching, I'm watching the Monday night game right now. It's a snooze fest with 7-3 to three right now, Pittsburgh. Just really wishing I could be more hyped for this game, but I'm more just like hoping the Ravens can just get out of there without injuries, right? Well, number one, they got to win the game, but two, got to yes. win first. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I mean, yes, but I guess my point is like it's kind of one of those games where the the state of the Steelers are like, you know, you'll be mad if they lose, but like if they win this game, I don't know. I just don't get jazz too jazzed about a win against a team that's beat up. Right. Especially, I think, with the season going the way it is. I mean, we, we've we beat, beat up the teams that we should beat up, uh, the Miami, Arizona, but then we've lost two games to arguably better teams. Well, even not even arguably, they're definitely better teams. Kansas City, definitely one of the better teams. Browns, it's looking like they're going to be a good team. And so Pittsburgh, you know, as we all know, not looking like a good team this year when Roethlisberger went down, kind of uh, ruined the rest of their season. Well, I agree with all that, but if we're talking matchups. There's one thing I want to see, and that is, you know, Pittsburgh has Juju and Cleveland had OBJ. I want to see how all the rest of the ancillary weapons in Pittsburgh do against everyone not named Marlon Humphrey. That's kind of my biggest matchup. Yeah, no, and I agree with that. The Steelers, with the you know, since they lost AB and Bell and Roethlisberger now with the injury, like the on paper it looks like these are players that you know the Ravens' secondary and linebackers can gain some confidence back. You know, get back to fundamentals because these guys don't appear like they're going to serve as big of a threat. However. The game, like you said, the game needs to be played, and it's not like the with the Steelers players are struggling, but so are the Ravens. So it'll be a, a matchup of two underperforming units. Right. I mean the the two that stand out to me. I think if we're also going to talk about defense, because I I think we should, given their performance the last couple of weeks, it's definitely important that they bounce back or you know have some sort of improvement. So James Conner versus. Particularly, I guess Brandon Williams and uh, I'd say Peanut are probably going to be the the main, you know, matchups if we had to pick two people. But we have to shut Connor down. I mean, I think he's probably one of the more consistent weapons on the Steelers that they have now. Not named uh, Juju Smith Schuster, you know, as Alec already said. Given Humphrey's performance this season, I think we should be okay at locking down Juju. But it's the other weapon, so we got to worry about. The other one I, I think I put up there, too, is probably Tony Jefferson and uh, Vance McDonald or uh, the other guy that the Steelers picked up from the from the Seahawks, Bennett. Bennett. Yeah, TJ's got to perform better, especially to throws to the tight ends. So that'll also be one to, to watch, especially after no-name tight ends from Cleveland just gashed us for 80 yards and a touchdown this past week. Ah, oh, nah, Ricky Sills Jones was always supposed to be the come up. <laughs> Man, I, I'm not even kidding. Like, he always, I always heard rumblings that he was going to be, you know, a come up. And then 
nothing ever happened man all all i all i know is that i listen i listen to the um the film study ravens podcast shout out to those guys awesome work by the way but i listened to the one where they have the guest spot of one of the guys from one of the cleveland podcasts and all i know from what he talked about <laughs> with the browns tight ends he was basically like yeah losing joku has been a huge problem because the browns have to basically abandon some of the formations that they have to use so they're basically stuck in in three wide because they don't have <laughs> multiple tight ends to play and he didn't seem very high on any of the tight ends that they had so i'm gonna go with the, the guy who watches them week in week out and say that <laughs> i don't think we should have been we should have been worried about them but you know with the way we played that's kind of our own fault <laughs> Well, I'm starting to worry that the Ravens are going to become one of the people's go-to streaming tight end options because you're like, oh, they have no middle linebackers to cover. <laughs> like, tight ends are going to have a field day. Because yeah. that was kind of happening at one point last year or uh, not or two years ago. We were kind of put in that category. Don't want to see that happen again. I was going to say, actually, that's been a pretty recurring theme with the Ravens. And I mean, it's, it's not always a bad thing, but I mean, you got to have some... Most defenses are going to have holes somewhere. And it just so happens that that's the one for us. I mean, we do very well stopping the run. We've had above average corners for a couple of years now, so we've done a good job locking down receivers. I think another matchup to watch is the Ravens' offensive line. You know, they held Miles Garrett to no sacks on Sunday, but still gave up four sacks in total. The Steelers, they still have some guys who can rush the quarterback. Obviously. TJ Watt is back there. You've got Bud Dupree. That's another matchup to watch is having this offensive line sure up uh, some of the holes that were there this past weekend and keeping Lamar upright and with some more time to throw in the pocket. I guess another guy, I, I don't really know too much of how he's done since the Steelers got him, but they gave him a first round pick, right? For uh, yeah. Minka Fitzpatrick playing him at safety. Yeah, I think Minka Fitzpatrick and and Hayden are both two people to watch out for. Pittsburgh is struggling a bit to start this year, but they do still have some some players on defense that could give the Ravens some fits if they're if the turnover bug rears its head again this weekend. All right, so on that note, we'll go into our bold predictions segment, which is a favorite of ours. I hope you, the listeners, have been enjoying it. I would like to point out that I have the early lead. We tallied it up. <laughs> I've <laughs> I've hit on two of my four bold predictions, and that is the the lead to start with. Yeah, last week I mentioned that OBJ would pass for a touchdown. He did have a pass, called the play, didn't call the touchdown. Peter called for OBJ being held under 50 yards. He could have said under 30 and still been successful. So great pick there, Peter. And then Chris said that Lamar would get 350 all-purpose yards, and he came just a bit short. Yeah, it would, it would have felt kind of weird if he got that anyway. There were a lot of garbage time yards at the end. Yeah. So for this week, guys, I have Miles Boykin continuing his touchdown terror with another touchdown this week. I like it. I thought I was going too bold last week, but apparently I wasn't going bold enough. So I'm, again, going to throw out an unlike <laughs> an unlikely bold prediction but i think the ravens are going to listen to us this week with the rushing getting back to the ground and pound which is how the ravens steelers games used to go back in the day 
I'm going to say that this is going to be a 2019 breakout game for our good friend, Gus the Bus, and he's going to go for over 100. Ooh, I like that. That wasn't how I thought that went at all. I thought you were going to say that Juju was going to be held under 50 yards again or something like that. <laughs> no, well, he can't do That's not a bold prediction. With Mason Rudolph as the quarterback, like, I mean, the Ravens secondary is 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 susceptible, but... Fair enough, fair enough. I, I don't think it's too bold to say that, despite the fact that I think that could go either way. Fair, fair. But with how little we've been giving the ball to Gus, I think if he does have a 100-yard game, I think that's bold just because his usage has been down. Absolutely. He'll need a big run or two. Cool, cool. All right. I don't know whether it feels um, it feels a little hard, I think, to pick the defense just because of all the issues we've talked about in the last couple of weeks, particularly the last game. As much as I would love to go defense this week, it feels a little too bold for me. <laughs> I don't want to eat my words just yet. Well, I want to see them put up a little bit more of a fight, I think, a game before, before I go back to picking the defense. But I will say one thing that I'm looking for in particular, I, I think we're going to have at least two tight ends get touchdowns this next week. Nice. I think Mark Andrews, with another week, should hopefully be a little bit more healthy. Hopefully he gets past this foot injury that's plaguing him. You know, we've been talking about for a while that we've seen a lot from, from Hurst. And obviously we've had our man Boyle. He's just putting up yards making killer blocks. He's just been looking good. I think that we match up well against the Steelers secondary. I mean, obviously, they were a little bit concerned about their depth, which is why they traded a first for Minka Fitzpatrick. I think that we match up pretty well against their safeties, so I think that they should have quite a game. I like it. So now we're going to go into our game predictions. Chris, since you were the last to give a bold prediction, you want to start us off? Sure. Uh, yeah, man, this one's a little difficult. Oh, man, I, I, I really don't want to pick a pick against the Ravens this time, you know. But honestly, I, I could, I could see anything at this point. I mean, I, I don't think we've seen the last of our defensive woes. I think we're still going to have some problems. You know, I'm not sure if we're going to put together two stinkers back to back. I'm a little uh, a little skeptical of that. I feel like Harbs and, and Wink in particular are going to really be putting the pressure on some of these guys to perform better this next week. So I'll again, I'll go with the Ravens on this one. I'd like them to have a bounce back game. I mean, obviously we, we know what the Steelers have and they're looking depleted. I would pick them to win 32-17. Oh, man. Wait, is look this, the, is this the, the second week in a row that Alec is going to have uh, the same <laughs> score prediction? Oh man, I didn't even. Oh man, I didn't even look at the sheet we had. Oh, Alec, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh wait, Alec even already put his. You put yeah, already yeah, put your did. score prediction. Yeah, in? I, I put it in. He did. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, I've had it in there while the whole time Chris was talking. Yeah, and you know what's funny is I actually had a thirty to thirteen in my head at first, but I adjusted it to thirty and seventeen before I wrote it down because I was like, ah defense ain't looking so sharp so i'll go ahead just for the sake of tie breaking and make mine 30 to 23 still ravens gotcha just a little bit more heartburn we know how these games go with pittsburgh even though the rivalry is kind of getting interesting particularly now that roethlisberger's not playing mason rudolph might be the truth who knows (laughs) and our defense might make anyone look like the truth maybe if we played rosen again uh and fitzpatrick (laughs) they would look good i don't know (laughs) man yeah this is another 
really interesting game. I feel like I'm I'm looking at this one and I'm just like the Steelers they're 0 3, but they've played some close games. Like they probably should have beaten San Francisco if not for the fact that Garoppolo got that touchdown on like his 7th attempt to win that game. They played Seattle tough, almost came back from behind even after Roethlisberger went down. Ah, you know, they're they're not a terrible team, but they're not good either right now. But I'm still going to pick the Ravens to win. I'm going to say 23 to 20. Oh, wow. So even closer. All right. Well, I hope that we're all correct and that a win is in the future for the Ravens. All right. So on that note, I think we should probably spend couple minutes talking about the next quarter of the season. I mean, we've, we've seen a little bit of football from the Ravens. We've seen some good things. We've seen some bad things. While we're on the note of, of looking ahead at the next game, I figured we might as well look at the next couple and see where we think the Ravens are going to be at over the next four games. So just to recap, so we've we've got two division games coming up at Steelers and then home against the Bengals. And then after that, we've got trip out to Seattle, bye week, than a nice home game against New England, which I guess is technically the next five weeks, but you know it's four games for us, so I figured we we bring them all up. What do you guys think? The next two games, you gotta win. You gotta yes. absolutely because if you don't, you're really starting to use your tokens the wrong way. I like to think of to- losses as tokens. <laughs> you you have a few of them to start the season. I think this is and, the first time I've heard this analogy, but keep going. <laughs> all right. Well, well, I'm just saying, you know, like. What, at the beginning of the year, I said they'd go like 11 and 5. Well, they used two of them, and we have a lot of really hard opponents coming up. So you can't, you can't keep using them. <laughs> you got you to gotta get the easy wins because then you have to start really, you know, being the hard teams away and, and stuff like that where it, in the more challenging games where, you know, we're just trying to make the playoffs here. Anything can happen after that, and then every win matters. But yeah, I like to think of it as tokens. Like this week, I said that we split against the Browns. So as long as we go in in December, beat the Browns, that sin is somewhat righted because that's kind of how I had chalked up in my head. And I thought that would be enough to make the playoffs. And I think 11 and 5 is usually enough to make the playoffs. Right. So I don't know. That's how I see it. You got to win the next two. Seattle, tougher game for sure. Russell Wilson, you never count him out, but you got to win that one. And then New England, that feels really great to win it. It'd be a great conversation. I would love to recap that. But that's one of those games as well where you're like, that could be a loss. You may chalk it up at the beginning of the season as a loss, see how it works out for you, and if that might be okay to still make the playoffs. But obviously, you want to win every game. That's just, yeah, that's how I think about it. You have a certain amount of tokens, and after that, you're in borrowed time to get to the playoffs. I like that analogy. Uh, yeah, so for me, I agree 100% with what you said. You got to win these next two games, especially because two of these three games set against a division two of the games are home games and you already lost one of your home games, home division games. If you lose two of your home division games, you're looking at very slim chances of making the playoffs. In my opinion, that's a great point. Yeah. I, it's so hard for me to say though. I think, I think since he's definitely a win from what I can see right now with the Ravens, but how they do against Seattle and new England, what their chances are of winning those games. I mean, it's so hard for me to say at this moment, because I think, it's really going to depend on how they show up on this this game again in Sunday. Like I said, I think it's a game they should win. It's not a game that's going to boost my confidence too much in this team when if they do make it, it out with a win because 
of how depleted their Steelers are. My confidence in them is certainly going to plummet a lot if they lose for that exact same reason. So, yeah, we'll see. I think Harbaugh is able to pull this team out. One thing I do question about this team right now after four games is, is who's the leader? We talked about in the recap episode, you know, Earl Thomas, a supposed leader on this team, got into an altercation with Brandon Williams and, you know, has been maybe being a little more talk than his play is deserving of at this moment. You know, Mark Engram is, is noted as a team leader, but he's still new to this team as well. And then there's a bunch of young guys like Andrews and Jackson and Kenny Young. Well, Yonda has been doing a lot of the before game pep talks. It seems like he's definitely taking a leadership role. That's a good point. Yeah, I, I guess since he's an offensive lineman, it's you don't usually think of those guys as team leaders. But absolutely, that's a great point um, that I missed. But yeah, I think for me, my opinion on how the Ravens are going to do <laughs> against Seattle, New England, I really don't know until we see this Sunday's game. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, I realistically expect that we'll probably split these games. I think it's more important for me to see how this team responds to, frankly, the sloppy play that we've seen against the Browns. I mean, there were just times during that game that the defense just didn't seem really to know what they were doing. They looked gassed. They looked confused. They just weren't playing good football. And that's what I really want to see from these next two games. And even how, you know, how we play against Seattle and New England, but we need to show that we're a team that has it together, can put some good football on the field. But, uh, you know, realistically, you know, it's going to be very hard for us to go into Seattle and, and pull out a win or, you know, to win against New England. I mean, I, you know, we've talked about it before that we consider New England a rival because we play them well. But, I mean, the fact is we really haven't won many games against them, particularly in the regular season. and the playoffs, we split. But in the regular season, the Patriots have our number. And... You know, given where this team is at, it's kind of difficult to say that we're going to beat them, uh, even if we are playing at home, because they're just such a good team this year. They always are a good team. So I really just want to see this team bounce back and look in like, okay, we got to we gotta keep getting better and don't get distraught from losing two more games, because realistically, it's, it's just it's going to be an uphill battle. So we, we've got to see some improvement. I, that's the main thing for me. Absolutely. Like we said, hopefully we get two wins here, get a little bit of a better feeling, and then we'll go from there and hopefully get two more. That'd be excellent. But with that, I'm going to end this week's episode. Best of luck to the Ravens traveling to Pittsburgh. We'll be back to recap that game, look ahead to Cincinnati, and figure out what's next for the Ravens. If you enjoyed this episode, tell a friend. We really appreciate it. If you're new to the show, hello, welcome. Thank you for listening. And never forget, patreon.com slash Ravens recap. Listen to this, guys. I got I to gotta give myself a shameless plug here. My lineup had McLaurin in it because I didn't realize he was out because of the festival. And I still won money. <laughs> so come on, guys. These, these lineups are the best. You got you to gotta get these lineups. <laughs> All right, fine. (laughs) In all seriousness, (laughs) it would be great, you know, if you guys like the show, 
check out our Patreon, give us a couple bucks. It, uh, it helps us be able to put on these podcasts for you. Uh, all of our great listeners out there. We love what we do. We, uh, we love hanging out. We love talking about the Ravens. Um, we hope you guys enjoy it too. This is a huge week. Obviously y'all know that. I know you got a bad taste in your mouth from last week and this division opponent. This game, it reminds me, like I told Earl, it always reminded me of the college robbery that you guys went through. I know you got a bunch of young guys. Remember that college robbery, you know what I'm saying, the team you played against in college. That's what this is about. It's about accountability to your teammate. Being there for your teammate, because you go in a hostile environment. It's a playoff championship atmosphere. Trust me, no matter what's going on during the year, no matter the record, when this game happens, trust me, they hate you. They hate you, man. Still don't like black and gold. I can't stand that jersey you got on right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm just watching all the old highlights. Can you see them? They can't help but play them. You know what I'm saying? I'm surprised Coach ain't got the music going right now, that old Renegade it's song. Coming. It's coming. I got that in my iPod. <laughs> it be crunk, man. You can't wait to hear it, you know what I'm saying? But it's about focus. It's about getting back on track because ultimately, y'all got a higher goal, right? The higher goal is winning the championship. Actually, it's getting to the dance. Let me rephrase that. It's getting to the dance because you can't win the championship. You got to take it. Everybody's trying to win it. I remember when we went up to the Super Bowl, me and Coach was talking all that week. You can't win the Super Bowl, man. So if that's what you're striving for, you're wrong. You got to take it. Everybody trying to win it. The person who takes it, take it home. You feel me? Yeah. So be the Ravens, man. Be the Ravens. Be who you are. You know, I know you built Ford tough. I know it. I know how we work around here. And I know it's in your heart, man. So believe it. Go out there and play for each other and go out there and win, man. Real stuff. Bringing it up, we're done. <laughs>